Hi, I'm Vanessa Parsons. And I'm Naomi Conroy. We are the founders of Groomer Nation. You're listening to the Groomer Nation podcast, where here we will bring you expert teachers and mindful leaders. We will discuss powerful and informative ideas for grooming and personal growth. Groomer Nation, educating and connecting groomers. Welcome to a Groomer Nation podcast. Today, I'm all about preparing for Christmas. The silly season, the mad rush, before holidays, whatever you like to call it, it's approaching and approaching fast. My wonderful guest today is Monique Finch of Showstoppers Luxury Grooming Salon in Victoria Point in Queensland. Welcome, Monique. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. <laughs> I was hoping to ask you some pointers. Now, you have a really busy grooming salon yeah. um, of how many groomers and when it comes to Christmas, will it be all hands on deck? Yes, definitely all hands on deck. Um, so we do have two assistants um, who are there every single day and then we have three to four groomers on each day at the moment. Um, so on each day, it just depends on who's working. Um, but yeah, the minimum we have is three groomers and two assistants. That's the very minimum. Yeah, that's a pretty busy salon. And it's a bit of a family affair at your place, correct? Definitely, definitely a family affair. So our assistants are my mum and she's been working with us for just over a year now and she's loving it. Um, she can do everything from bringing in clients, checking out clients. She can clip and she's starting to scissor as well, but she handles all of the bathing and blow drying um, alongside my partner, Kenny, who's my fiance. Oh, how exciting. That must be um, fun yeah. to have the family at work because they are the most reliable staff. But um, how, do you, how do you separate work and family? That's probably a bit of a different question, but like family time. Yeah, so we keep them pretty busy. So most of the time they're out the back um, handling all of that fun, bubbly stuff. Um, but yeah, we all work really well together and we're all fairly relaxed people um, personality-wise and we do all generally really gel really well together so people are always very surprised that wow you work together every day we also live together as well um so yeah but everyone just yeah it's a big family affair we're a happy family (laughs) yeah what an awesome formula so um talking about Christmas lots of groomers I speak to are nervous or anxious about this time of year I guess the thought of fitting everyone in can be overwhelming um how do you guys prepare your scheduling for Christmas time Do you add extra appointments to make hay while the sun shines or just keep the schedule the same as, say, like October? Yeah, so I'm very blessed with some really, really skilled groomers. Um, My sister definitely being my little backbone that I rely on. Um, So we schedule our appointments by I work out the very maximum amount that I would want to do. So with three groomers and two bathers, my very maximum If I booked in 30 dogs in that day, I know that we can get them done at a pretty comfortable pace. Um, Yeah, if they were all full grooms, it may be a little bit busy, Um, but the... But generally, 30 works well. Um, I don't count bath and blow dryers, face feed and tails and grooms. So I will work on that number of dogs. I don't break it up. So I don't say like, you know, 30 grooms and like four bath and dryers. So the bath and dryers are counted inside the 30. 
Um, so we might get, say, a minimum of four bath and blow dryers every day. That takes our grooms down to 26 full grooms. So we're hitting around seven to eight a day, which is very manageable for really experienced groomers. Um, gives us time to still be able to work at a really high standard. Um, but, yeah, so I work out the maximum I want to do with those staff and I just book to that maximum and then, um, yeah, basically the bath and blow dries is what balances out your day and makes the day run smoothly. Yeah, excellent. So do you add extra hours onto your day at Christmas time? Like if you're averaging like an eight-hour day, are you pushing yourself for a 10-hour day just to fit everyone in? No. So I will just set out my days to that maximum. So generally I don't do 30 as our maximum. 28 would be our normal maximum. So I have added essentially two spots there, um, but 30 would be the very max that I would book. So that's how I book it. Um, And then in the Christmas holidays, the only thing I do when I don't have to worry about dealing with school is I start work at a half hour earlier. So I'll have two extra dogs in that morning. Um, Yeah, so I'll start at 7 a.m. I'm a superhero when I don't have to do school. So that works well for me. And then, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Same, same. School holidays are amazing. I love when my kids are on school holidays because I have so much extra time. Um, morning and afternoon yeah. to add extra clients if yeah. I need to because you don't have that, um, I guess, yeah. of picking up the kids, dropping off and making sure everything runs smoothly with them. So, um, yeah, I love school holidays too. Yeah, when you're working, it's just constantly hanging over your head that you have to get this done by this time and often that will slow you down too. So, I know, you just feel so much freer when you don't have to worry about that school pick up and drop off and, yeah. So, essentially, I guess I'm adding maybe four extra appointments in the really busier times Um, but it's not really anything that's changing us or putting out our schedule or making us finish later or anything like that. Yeah, and you've chosen that option, I'm assuming, to, um, I guess, ensure everyone stays happy and not overworked and not overpushing it and then things start to, you know, melt and people get burnt out. and Fall then, apart. Um, yeah, fall apart, especially that time of year when there's extra pressures. Yeah, yeah that's good advice. Um, I think sticking to your numbers. A big part of, like, burnout I think is just, really making sure that you learn to say no and just stick to your happy numbers um, and, you know, plan out everything well, schedule out everything well. The moment you start to squeeze extras in, your schedule is going to go to poop and then you're just not going to be able to deal and then you're going to get overwhelmed and it's just going to be a whole knock-on effect for the whole of like November, December and January, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you say prepare well and schedule well. When do you start Uh, recommending and encouraging the clients to ensure they're pre-booked for Christmas? So all year round, we try to always mention to our clients, you know, regular bookings are most important because then that just assures that you're not going to miss out. Um, But come July, I really start to tell every single client when they're picking up their dog, if you haven't booked ahead yet, make sure you look at your scheduling and book ahead even for the rest of the year because, you know, we've only got so-and-so many grooms until December um, and stuff like that. It gets people thinking ahead as well. Um, And, yeah, so July, I definitely ramp up that really trying to schedule people for the whole year and really getting them in. 
um, September, I'll start mass, um, mass messages. So I'll send out the text messages, like emails um, and all of that kind of stuff. And that's basically saying, you know, if you haven't booked a spot, you're basically going to miss out if you do not organise in the next few weeks. Um, and then with October, so that's September, then October I'll start doing social media posts. Um, so normally I'll do a couple of Christmas posts throughout on the social media. Um, I'll also change our instant messages as a reply. So I have an instant message set up as a reply on our socials. Um, and that's a big one because I tell people on there that we're busy. It's going to take me a little while to get back to them. But also it also mentions in there that we are really filling up for December. If you haven't got an appointment, you know, we we have very limited times left um, and to basically give us a message and I'll let them know what we have available. So, you know, by October, if they haven't got an appointment and they send me a text, they know they're just going to get like a handful of options because I'm going to tell them the bookings that suit us for their dog as well. So if it's a large dog or anything like that, I'm only going to offer them 7.30 in the morning appointments because we're not going to put them in at, you know, 12 or 1 or anything yeah. like that. So they've really got a limited number left. Um, yeah, so definitely like July, September, October are my main like key hitting points where I really push it. Yeah, wow, you've really covered and um, covered the f- – the communication side of things to ensure that they're well um, adverse to the fact that it's going to be cut dry when it comes to December and if they're not in, they're not in. Because then you can turn around and say, look, I'm sorry, we told you but you didn't book and that's it, we're full. Like, I'm sorry but you've been warned. (laughs) Yeah, fair warning too, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you but I absolutely kicked myself um, after giving away like a prime time appointment to a new client um, who desperately, uh, sorry, who who (laughs) deliberately booked in with me knowing that they may miss out with their regular groomer um, in the past. And then I realized that I now can't fit in a really good regular customer, even one that tips me and has a fantastic dog. Um, What's your stance on adding new clients in summertime? So for me, like once we hit November, definitely we're, we're basically booked out now. So it's not November yet. So for December, we're fa- basically fully booked. So I'll offer them anything that we have left in November or then I'll offer them July, uh, January. Um, but and I'll only really take on small dogs if it is squeezing anyone like that in, um, even in those two, not December, but November and January because they are so busy. I keep it to small dogs and quote your happy price so whatever's going to make you happy and then like add a little a little bit on top of that just to, to make sure that you are definitely going to be happy with what you've quoted yeah 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 you don't want to do yourself a disservice yeah. in um, December when you are so busy yeah um, uh, you mentioned small dogs yeah. uh, what's your stance on small dogs versus large dogs or big groom outs in Christmas week yeah, so really only regular regulars. So we'll only do ones that are coming, you know, for maybe the six weekly ones um, if they are a pr- pretty easy coat. But it's all predictable. We know what they're going to be. Um, we know how long they're definitely going to take us, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, your scheduling about Christmas time is definitely about doing dogs that you want to do because you're doing a high volume, you know, um, and, yeah, knowing predictability of what's going to be every day and, yeah, being able to plan ahead like that. Yeah, that's um, Yeah, that's definitely one thing that 
I focus on a lot. Yeah, making sure it's the clients that you want to see during that time. Um, do you offer yeah. any after-hours appointments? Exactly. You mentioned you did 7.30 appointments, you know, on the odd occasion um, during school holidays. Do you offer any other after-hour appointment times? So we start at 7.30 every day. So I'll offer 7 a.m. during the school holidays. Um, and they will be dogs that will also stay with us as long as we need them as well. So um, it's a real last-minute spot. If it's any of my regulars like the one of yours that missed out, I might say to them, look, I can squeeze you in at 7 o'clock because I'm going to come in earlier, but your dog's going to have to be here as long as we need. We're just going to text you when you're, when he's done. Um, we'll just fit him out when we can throughout the day. Um, so that's another way that you can still kind of get those regulars in, but, you know, also you're not, I guess, just giving into their request of their last minute appointment. Yeah. <laughs> and also they have to get there at 7am. So. <laughs> yeah. And do you charge extra for this, like a surcharge? Generally I don't, um, just because they are generally just regulars that I'll do it for. Um, and also, because we can just fit them in throughout the day, it actually does make our day f- flow a little better. Um, so, yeah, I generally don't charge an extra price for that. But having said that, I have recently just had a big price increase. So all of our grooms went up on average 10 to $15, um, yep. some as much as $60. Mm-hmm. So we have had quite a large jump. And I always find coming up to the busy time is a really good time to do it. Um so, yeah, we've had a huge business shake-up. So my prices at the moment that I've got um, are definitely our happy prices and we're really comfortable with the prices that we've got now um, and that we've got – they're set enough that we don't have to overwork ourselves to cover ourselves. And, yeah, yeah. so everything's kind of fitting together really nicely. Yeah. Isn't that a brilliant p- position to be in when you are going to work and you're not overworking yeah. to make ends meet? You can actually enjoy – the job which we we do only because it's our passion and we love it um but you're also happy uh satisfied with the fact that you can meet all the uh financial requirements for for your lifestyle um if anybody is interested in doing after hour appointments i would absolutely recommend you definitely charge a surcharge for doing them say at five o'clock in the afternoon or six o'clock or seven o'clock and also you know my salon is different I have a large team I can rely on so if you're a one-on-one groomer or you're a mobile groomer you should definitely be charging extra a hundred percent like I have so many people I can rely on and lean on every day Um, that's totally different than if I was working on my own and it was all on me Um, yeah definitely charge extra a hundred percent yeah no, that's that's really good advice. Um, I noticed many groomers over the years, um, they comment that they are so exhausted at the Christmas time um, or, or end of year, they simply run out of energy for family and friends. Do you have any tips on eating well and ensuring that they have enough fluids? How do you prepare for potentially, you know, busier times? Yeah, for, like burnout is definitely high in the grooming industry. And I come from hairdressing and it's really high in the hairdressing industry as well. Um, so, and I always feel like as a salon owner and being such a hand-on manager in the salon as well, 
it almost falls on me to make sure that I have the right vibe and I have the right energy so my team can feed off me because it's really infectious. If you're giving off that, you know, you're coming to work, you're working just as hard as your team, they know you are, or even harder as most business owners are. Um, But it's, you know, the real team environment, that's really what gets us through the busiest times. You know, I always just make sure, like, know what you need sleep-wise because everyone's different. So someone might function awesomely on six hours every night and someone might need a solid 10, you know, but know yourself and know your body and what you need and really make sure you get the right sleep. Um, And like I always say, prevention is always better than a cure. You know, know your cues, like know your body and know your emotions. So if you feel your emotions are going a bit haywire and things like that, know what you need to do in yourself to get that back. So for me, um, the scheduling really helps me to keep a hold on my business and that always helps me not burn out as well, I feel like. Um, And as well, just going into my salon and organising everything, cleaning everything, making sure everybody has their stations all set up. It also helps, obviously, every time all your time management runs smoothly during the week but for me as a business owner it just makes me feel like calm on the inside as well when my salon is just organized nice clean um everything's where it needs to be um my appointments are all scheduled out I know all of the clients and what they have like that in itself just cuts down on your stress by so so much um But yeah, I always find a lot of pressure being a salon owner, like keeping your energy and keeping yourself in check as a salon owner, because it's going to be infectious to your whole team. Um, But yeah, also, yeah, so yeah, just generally getting a hold of your business and your bookings, um, knowing your cues and what's going on in your emotions and all of that stuff and, and really being aware of that. Um, And also, you know, just work on your workplace relations. So we all, like my team, we all love to have a laugh and we're jokesters. Like we're very, very relaxed vibe. Um, We we are constantly laughing all day and our clients love it as well. They come in and they can tell that we're all having fun. We're laughing, you know. There's a lot of work being done, but it makes the day so much better. Um, So, yeah, your workplace relations is, is massive you know, just get out and have a dinner together and debrief about, you know, some clients and have a laugh about it, you know. Um, Yeah, try not to get too bitter about them. Just laugh it off and then, you know, on to the next day where you've got awesome clients to groom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's always um, so many more amazing, incredible clients that we are able to service if one definitely irritates you there's many 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 good ones out there yeah Um, I was going to ask you about holidays yeah holidays um do you take time off yeah we do we have uh two weeks off over Christmas or nearly two weeks to the 3rd of January um I've always done that it's just better like it's a it's a female dominated industry we need to have solid time off with our kids you know so yeah I've, I've always been pretty pretty harsh with the two weeks off at least on the on the Christmas holidays yeah. yeah. Also, Absolutely. another thing that really helps me with like the salon vibe and the burnout, um, just like finding value in your work. So like take it back. If you feel yourself getting really stressed and overwhelmed, like 
take it back for a little while, look at the cute little face you're creating. You know, it doesn't have to be some show-stopping groom. Just like the before and after photos and stuff like that is a really good way of keeping yourself, like, in check and valuing yourself. Um, you know, take the time and set up a photo booth area and make sure you're getting photos of your dogs and um, that gratification of the job that we do naturally, um, you know, and then it goes hand in hand with your social media marketing then as well. But, you know, just really value yourself and your work. Um, that's one thing that helps me to stay passionate about grooming all of the time. Um, yeah. just, yeah, focusing on those before and afters and really valuing like just the cute before and after of a scruffy dog. Yeah. 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 I was going to actually ask you, do you, uh, do any, uh, Christmas cards, Christmas bandanas, bows? You said you might do like a Christmas photo for your client. Do you give or do a give back to your clients for Christmas? So treating the loyal clients, um, I do have done up a VIP gift card this year, um, so on it, there's a free deep conditioning treatment, a free teeth brushing and a free pore treatment, which is a pore massage um, and nail file. So they're things that I'm pushing as part of my new um, price list as well. So it's cross marketing. It's something that a lot of my clients have been getting, but then it's also some some of our clients don't even know that we do it. So yeah. it's that cross marketing. So yeah, they get a they get the free treatments and stuff like that. And then also I put a pig's nose in there and a Christmas bandana in a little bag for them. Um, and I'm going to put our new price structure in there as well. Um, so they're all going to have that price structure too to have a really good look look over at home. Um, and then, yeah, I always think like, don't take your really regular clients for granted. I know, you know, we are all really good. Well, a lot better these days with setting boundaries with our clients, but in that boundary setting, you, it can become quite bitter. So I always try to be positive about it, you know, like still appreciate your clients, make sure that they know they're appreciated and they are knowing appreciated for booking in advance and all that kind of stuff. Um, As much as we all like to be really hard and make sure, you know, you've booked your appointments and you're doing this and you're doing that and there's cancellation policies and all this stuff. Like when you focus on all the negative all the time, it can make you really bitter about your business and your job. So yeah, it's a good, it's a good idea to like sit back and work out, you know, all the great clients that you do have, you know, those VIP clients and, you know, give them a little something back um, because it also makes you think about them too and realize that you do have such awesome clients, you know? Yeah, that's so important. I was actually going to say, if there's any clients out there that might be listening to this, we are so appreciative of you and you allowing us to groom your precious fur babies. And we're certainly welcoming your Christmas cheer this year. And I'm always adorned with amazing gifts and tips during this time. And these little small gestures really count towards feeling appreciated. And I know you agree. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. And, you know, at the end of the Christmas rush, I always – divide all those gifts up between all my staff and it's, it is really good at the end of the Christmas rush just to you know all of us go home with a huge goodie like basket full of stuff from all of our clients and you really do feel really appreciated and yeah it's a, it's a really nice way to finish the year yeah um, one other thing that we do to finish on a good note and to appreciate our regulars um, the last day of the year which is the 23rd for us we do a bath and blow dry day and it's only open to our VIP clients 
Um, so it's just bath and blow dryers, Christmas bows, um, face tidies, um, no full grooms at all. Um, yeah. And it's a really good note for us groomers to finish on too because we have those great clients in on the last day that we all love. Um, and, you know, it's good. Their, their dogs are really fresh for Christmas. So it's just a really good way to finish the year. Yeah, that's a really good idea because the pressure's off then. You're just simply sprucing them up to give yeah. them a fabulous Christmas day. It's not a yeah. whole makeover. It's just really just a freshen up. And um, that's, a, that's a great idea. That's like a kind of like an end of year party really because you get to spend the time with the best clients yeah. and the best dogs. Yeah, I love that. Exactly. It's it's a really fun day for us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to say thank you so much, Monique, for um, sharing your tips today. Uh, wishing everybody a, a really prosperous Christmas. Um, we hope you guys take some time out for yourselves. I'm actually so glad we're finishing this year on the 23rd. So we've got actually two days um, before, well, one and a half days before Christmas um, to prepare for friends and family. So I'm really grateful this year it's on a Sunday um, and I'm, I'm hoping and encouraging everybody yeah, to take some too. time for themselves. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I hope everybody enjoys the Christmas rush as much as possible. You know, it's, it's, if you've got a good team around you and you're having a laugh, um, you're busy, but it's, it's fun as well. You know, we've all got great clients and just enjoy it for what it is really. That's fantastic advice. Thank you so much, Monique, and Merry Christmas. Thank you, Groomer Nation community, for listening with your hosts, Naomi and Vanessa. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into all the tips and tricks you can use to help grow your grooming knowledge and be the best version of yourself. If you're keen to see and learn more tips and tricks, be sure to head over to www.groomernation.com.au and don't forget to like us on the socials.